Mac Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and returns to Wakanda for every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And give us that 5, 10, or 50-star rating on whatever podcast app you're using, which is really the best thing you can do for any podcast. And... Final announcement is we are doing something I don't know if it's considered new anymore because we've done it a couple times. Uh, we are doing our grab bag episodes the last Monday of every month uh, is something else. Not a reviewing a Marvel show or a movie, but just like talking about Marvel comics or maybe nerd culture in general. And we need your help trying to figure out what we should do in the future because Al and I thought of three ideas and we're burning through those real fast. <laughs> um, let us know over at Twitter, MCU underscore Rewind, or uh, email me at Gmail at MCURewind at gmail.com without the underscore. And with that, today's episode is our first part of our coverage of Black Panther. So part one is uh, timestamp zero minutes, zero hours and zero minutes to zero hours and 53 minutes, which is when they, right after they capture Claw. And the original premiere date to this was February 16th, 2018. Now, listeners, I know what you're saying. Wasn't, didn't you just cover Jessica Jones that came out in March of 2018? What the heck? Uh, you're doing things out of order. And I'll say two things first of all. First of all, nerds, thank you for listening and keeping track of this stuff. Second of all, we were going to do this in order, but we realized we probably will want to talk about Wakanda forever. And we will probably talk about Wakanda forever. And we wanted to wait till it was out on Blu-ray, 4K streaming, and um, psychic injection into your brain. The last one hasn't come out yet. But we figured everything else has, so we're probably safe. So again, yeah, yes, we know we're, yeah, we know we're doing this wrong. But we're doing it wrong on our show, so deal with it, punks. <laughs> Yeah, and, and mainly, we just want to let you know, spoiler alert for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Like, just yes. in case. We don't know what we'll say yet, but it will come up. Yep. Alright. Cool. Uh, you've, you've done spoilering, spoiler alerting, Tony? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, for now. Okay, alright, cool. Well, maybe, maybe we'll throw another alert later. Uh, but in the meantime, let's give a quick uh, brief rundown of what happened in this first third of the movie. The movie starts with some exposition to show that Wakanda has vibranium, which led them to having a lot better technology than everyone else. Plus, their panther god gave them a super soldier plant, which makes the Black Panther. Then, the movie moved to 1992 to set up some stuff that'll happen later in the movie. Not during this section, but, you know, just some, some other stuff. Uh, it explains that the then-Black Panther, King T'Chaka, was not happy that his brother was going to wage war in Oakland and potentially expose Wakanda. So he accidentally kills him, and then leaves his brother's son alone in Oakland. The movie then does the opening Marvel theme uh, with all of the movie scenes uh, just showing Chadwick Boseman, which kind of makes you tear up a little when you realize that he passed away. So that sucks. Anyway, the movie then continues to present day, a.k.a. I, I think 2017 at, at the time. Um, anyway, T'Challa prepares for his father's funeral by finding his ex, Nakia, and getting her to come back to Wakanda for said funeral. Uh, later on, somewhere in England, Eric Stevens, with the help of Ulysses Claw, 
steal a Vibranium Axe from a museum. Also a mask, which isn't Vibranium, it's just cool. Then, back in Wakanda, the people hold a ceremony to determine the next king, a big old fight. The only challenger is M'Baku, leader of the Japari tribe. T'Challa wins that fight, so he gets to be both king and Black Panther. During the ceremony, T'Challa gets his powers back, and as an added bonus, he sees his dad in the ancestral plane. A little bit of time goes on, and the Wakandans find out that Claw is selling that vibranium axe that he got from the museum, and they set out to capture him. But first, T'Challa must get some upgrades from Prisa Shuri, kind of like how Bond gets upgrades from Q. Anyway, T'Challa, Okoye, and Nakia go to the gambling den in Busan to intercept Claw's sale of the, of the vibranium. Uh, during it, they meet Everett Ross of the CIA, and after a little scuffle and a cool car chase, they capture Claw. Yay. Uh, you did spoil something for later in the sh- the movie, but I assume people have seen this movie before. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which which part? We don't see that um, the death of the um, the brother, or find out that Killmonger was his uh, son in this part of the movie. Okay, but it's all good. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess. All right. I for some reason I thought he did. They did show that. All right. Well, I guess I was just making assumptions because uh, <laughs> of uh, having seen this so much. Okay. Never mind. Whoops. All right. But it's okay because we already did a spoiler warning. So just spoilers for this same movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our fastbacks. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't see that coming? Al, what do you have? Uh, so I have two. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of them you probably have, so I'm going to try to take it first. Okay. Uh, and that's this one. Winston Duke, the actor who plays Umbaku, um, also plays Bruce Wayne in the Spotify scripted audio show, Batman Unburied. Uh, I do not have that on my list for oh. a very good reason, but I'll tell you oh, in a okay. second. But continue. Right. <laughs> uh, so the other one is that this film... Er, Maybe not this film, but a Black Panther film in general. Um, Wesley Snipes originally wanted to make this movie in 1992. Uh, oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. And it's, there was a lot of back and forth. So he wanted to make it. I, I did not write this part down, but I think it was that he wanted to make it right after starring in Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, things kept going back and forth. Uh, he wanted to star as T'Challa. He wanted to be the main character. Um and his his reason he said that he wanted to make the movie was because we have you know decades of uh, movies and basically none of them are, are making black people look good in them. So he wanted you know th- th- this kind of thing where like yeah let's let's have a, a good one right a a good black superhero kind of thing. Um, and uh, then he ended up playing Blade and people didn't want him or like movie producer people didn't want him to be two different superheroes so. That kind of pulled him out, and uh, yeah, and then then the MCU came along, you know, fifteen years later, and uh, apparently they had plans for making a Black Panther film um, around, like they had already been planning it around the time Iron Man two came out, but they just they wanted to flesh out the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could also just be that you know maybe they they wanted that same thing for a bunch of other characters, and then they just you know prioritize things differently, that kind of stuff. So. But yeah, that's yeah. a long time coming for, for this movie. Yeah. I mean, as much as I'd be interested in seeing Wesley Snipes 
as T'Challa. Just like the Wakanda we got is so amazing, I don't want to see it in 1990s special effects. Yeah, exactly. We, we've seen enough uh, 1990s superhero things that we know how bad it would be. So, yeah, Possibly, yeah. Kind, yeah, kind of glad, I guess, that it, it took this long. But then again, so many other things were made in the 90s that just got rebooted anyway. Like, eh, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as I always do, talking about the title, but we obviously know where Black Panther comes from. So I want to talk about the origins of uh, the name Black Panther. Uh, mostly to dispel uh, something that a lot of people believe, that he is named after the Black Panther Party. The... Uh, the civil rights group from the seventies. Um, Black Panther, the comic book character actually premiered in, um, in uh, Fantastic Four comics two months before the first, like official Black Panther. I don't know. I don't know what it is like two months before they became known or two months before their creation, but either way um, they uh, Black Panther in the comics took the name before the Black Panther party. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, we've also got um. So, whenever we do a movie, there are just so many Easter eggs. I'm not going to. There's going to be stuff I miss. So sorry, guys, but it's going to happen. And I've just forgotten at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I've forgotten to do them. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. I want to talk about like the world building in this. I believe like I love cinematic and even liter- literary world building. Um, and I feel like these designs of Wakanda are up there with like the world building in Lord of the Rings. It's just like the attention and detail and the respect for the cultures are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to talk about like how some of their designs are based off of real um, African cultures. Uh and I apologize if I mispronounce any of these names. <laughs> but um, so the Dora Milaje and their red uniforms are based on the Masi people of Kenya and Tanzania. We've got the Blue Border Tribe is based on the uh, people in the country of Lesotho, um, which uh, the blankets that they use um, is actually they turn into force fields in this when the, in the third act of this movie. Uh, the mining tribe with kind of the red clay in their hair is based on the Ovahimba people of Namibia. Uh, the river tribe um, is who's famous for uh, or is based on the Muri people of Ethiopia, and they're famous for having those like discs in their mouths um, to extend their lips. Although in uh, reality, the Ethiopian women, the Muri people. Uh, it's only women who have that, and we see multiple men who have it in Wakanda. And uh, finally, the Wakanda language is actually a real language. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong. Xhosa, X-H-O-S-A, is spoken in uh, South Africa um, by the Zulu people and some other people. So that's the one they used um, because it's the one mostly associated with the fight against colonialism. And they thought like if anyone was not affected by colonialism, it would be Wakanda itself. 
Um, I also pulled out something about a few characters. I decided to split up the characters instead of doing them all once, which is why I do not have the M'Baku fact, because I'm not going to talk about him until part three. Uh, but the ones I'm focusing on today are Okoye and Nakia. Uh, they both premiered in uh, Black Panther Volume 3, uh, Issue 1, in September of 1998. And they are, like, the first two... They were actually both Dora Milaje in the movie Only Okoye Is. Um, like, Okoye doesn't have a deep history. Like, looking at the wiki, it's like, yeah, she's teamed up with Spider-Man. And uh, she... Yeah, that's pretty much the only big story other than her just being part of the Dora Milaje. Um, where Nakia... I, I... Oh, I guess it makes. I was gonna say. I guess it makes a little more sense given. Like, I, I don't know much about her or really anything about her in the comics. Um, I really only know her from the MCU and mm-hmm. from a storyline. It makes sense that the leader of the King's Guard would always stick around with the King. Um, yeah. So it makes sense. She doesn't go out on a lot of missions, but okay. Yeah. And then I want to mention the actress, uh, Denai Guerra probably saying her name wrong i knew as michonne from the walking dead who was my favorite character on the walking dead until i stopped watching the walking dead so she's probably still one of my favorite characters because i don't know what happened to her (laughs) (laughs) um nakia much more interesting wiki (laughs) um she was like a partner to okoye right um but and she was obsessed with t'challa like she very much a weaker character than she is in the show, but it's like she just wanted to marry T'Challa. That's her whole goal. Um, oh, yeah, so much that she faked her own death so she could like he would give her mouth to mouth. Um, she was eventually captured and tortured by one of Killmonger's henchmen, and resurrected by Killmonger, um, as the supervillain Malice who had, like, heightened almost Black Panther-like uh, abilities, um, but now wanted to kill, uh, after her death, wanted to kill T'Challa and the royal family. So, yeah, she takes a dark turn. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, okay. Um, she's played by Lupia Nyong'o, who's becoming one of my favorite actresses now. She was in Us. She w- plays Maz Kanata in the Star Wars sequels. And right before this, she won Best Supporting Actress in the movie 12 Years a Slave. So yeah, so pretty big deal. Um, the only other actor I want to talk about real quick is not like big in the movie, but we see him in the opening scenes. Uh, young Zuri, uh, who plays uh, the young version of Forrest Whitaker character, is played by Denzel Whitaker. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's son plays young him in the opening scenes. And then finally, we get our superhero landings. As a man who lands like a cat, I think we're going to get a lot in these movies, but we only have four in this first uh, section. Superhero landing number 131 is him landing on the truck when he's fighting. I I call them slavers, but those guys who kidnapped the woman... (laughs) Yeah, the, um, the women and the what the one and the young boy, the, the kid. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. That's, that's which is probably close at, at a minimum traffickers human traffickers seems yeah, to yeah. It, yeah i mean they are this is based off of real things that happen in africa um women and children being kidnapped and i don't know the name of those people but uh i'm not a fan so i'm glad that black panther's kicking their ass mm-hmm. um we also get uh Okoye um, no, has number 132 when she jumps off the balcony in the um, the casino in Busan. Uh, T'Challa gets another one for 133 when he uses his kinetic burst to destroy one car and superhero lands on top of another car. And finally, number 134 is Okoye landing on the hood of the car that got destroyed by Claw's like, sonic blast. Um, <laughs> also, I gotta say... Real Nakia was real lucky because Okoye's landing was skill. Nakia just held on the steering wheel and didn't die. So that was real lucky for her. Yeah, the rest of the car completely destroyed that one seat. Yep. Okay, cool. Good. This lucky. is why seat belts are important now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right. Um, you ready to move on to our heroes? Yeah, sounds good to me. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. The Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. A mantle passed. From warrior to warrior. And now, because your friend murdered my father, I also wear the mantle of king. So I ask you, as both warrior and king, how long do you think you can keep your friend safe from me? Alright, I think we should start with T'Challa, even though we have other people in our hero section. We'll talk about them later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and just so we list our heroes just, just ahead of time. Um, so for this section, uh, T'Challa, Okoye, and Nakia, right? Or, or do we have any more? Or yeah, is it just I, those are the okay. three I think we figured out. They're, they're the most heroic, and they all go on a mission together, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So this is immediately following Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he's been home since... Uh, the events in Germany or is he like on his way home and like, let's stop to pick up Nakia on the way. <laughs> oh, that is a good point. I never thought about that. Um, considering that when he gets home the next day, you know, his mom and sister and like a bunch of other people are there to greet him. And mm-hmm. I kind of think it sounds like, like, no, he just, left the stuff in from civil war yeah this is probably like directly after is what it feels like okay yeah that that makes sense to me so this would set at least the scene in 2016 mm-hmm. yeah but time is wonky so yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah um i know we suck at talking about action scenes but yes. i really like uh prowly dark boogeyman black panther (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i mean it's it 
it's one of the differences uh, between him and, you know, other kinds of very combat oriented superheroes, right? Like this is a guy who can sneak around and, you know, he's uh, wearing a lot of dark clothing so he can, you know, hide in dark places and all that. Like, I don't think we ever see it other than this one scene. Uh, so that mm-hmm. part kind of sucks, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it is cool to, to see the, you know, that hero, doing things that are a little more specific to their power set. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think we will see Shuri do that type of stuff or is she more She's she's a very different Black Panther when we see her in yes. Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um I mean that's a good question. I have no idea. I also have no idea if she stays the Black Panther. I I I still am not sure about that. Uh I'm we'll see. But yeah. considering how things end in Wakanda Forever, I don't know. So, but I, I do yeah. think that whoever is Black Panther next outside of Wakanda Forever, they will be a, a they will be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of think more combat oriented, like even more combat oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet she's going to continue being the Black Panther. She doesn't have to be ruler to be Black Panther. It's true. Yeah. But yeah. So he comes down, he uh, uses his mini MP- EMP, uh, he's bulletproof, he's silent, uh, kicks a bunch of bad guys' uh, butts, and then he freezes when he sees Nakia. Yeah, I mean, good thing he has that impenetrable armor, because <laughs> yeah. that could have gone bad for him. Um, yeah, <laughs> he he's not a defensive fighter. <laughs> True. Yeah, he reminds me of um, the Mandalorian, who just walks around in his armor and just like takes shots and just keeps going because he can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, which is kind of funny because you know, two minutes ago we were saying he was prowling around. <laughs> well, he um, wants to surprise. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you when you think about it from that perspective of like. He has what is essentially impenetrable armor. So he doesn't have to worry that much, right? Like, you know, unless a tank comes out to hit him, then I, I guess he's fine. Yeah, and then even then, because uh, vibranium's stronger than iron, oh, he... which I know is not what Iron Man is made out of, but he <laughs> got hit by a tank shell and just fell out of the sky. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, like he'll he'll live through it, uh, is my assumption. But he'll yeah. he'll still be pushed, right? Like, oh yeah, we saw him. I th- I think maybe even at the end of this movie, like we see him hit by something and he gets he goes flying. So, was it a rhinoc- yeah. rhinoceros? <laughs> I could have sworn that there was something else, but I think that also yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he takes off his helmet to talk to Nakia, so he's real lucky. Okoye comes down. Yeah. To get that other guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, my notes skip to the fight to become king. But do you have anything in between there that you want to talk about? Uh, not real. I mean, not not too much. No, you know, like so. Right after the scene, you know, the next thing with him, he's, uh, you know, is when they get back to Wakanda. Uh, so he's yeah. greeted by his mom and his sister, and um. I mean, I guess we can talk more about, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, we can talk about 
Shuri later because um, they they have a little bit of an exchange, but it's mostly a her thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that, that's it. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else uh, until then. So yeah, let's let's jump to yeah. the uh, the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So they take away his powers, right? Mm-hmm. To make and, it fair, I, that's yeah, good. no, mm-hmm. definitely. I no, I agree. That's the right way to do it. If you're going to have ritual combat, make sure you guys are on equal level. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we see through this fight that even without the powers and without the armor, uh, T'Challa is still bad at uh, defense <laughs> when he's fighting M'Baku. Yeah, he, yeah. he is. <laughs> He gets, like, to win the fight, he gets stabbed so he can bait M'Baku closer to fight him. I mean... That... I I mean, that's some Moon Knight stuff right there. That's... Yeah. uh, Not in the the show, more of a comic. But yes, that's... uh, Also, it's a bad idea, I feel like. Because, man, that... You stab in in the shoulder? I mean, his heart is, like, not too much further... Not below that spot so mm. that could have gone real bad yeah i don't know what kind of veins are there but ooh. but probably important ones <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 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 he gets stabbed there he also like mbaku is a much bigger man than he is <laughs> yeah noticeably he's yeah. like what at least six inches taller and more Pro- muscular yeah, all that stuff. like yeah. yeah 60 pounds more of muscle than he does mm-hmm. yeah but yeah uh like this just T'Challa is more resilient, even without his powers. Um, I think so. That's how he wins the fight, and also, uh, yeah, he also gets M'Baku in a wrestling move with an arm bar. I don't know anything about wrestling, but yeah, yeah he gets nice. to the top out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then he Do you goes, think T'Challa? Is... Sorry, so so you win either by uh, killing the other person or making them tap out. Do you, do you think T'Challa would have killed him? I, I think so. I think it's between giving M'Baku the throne and killing him. If M'Baku would not tap out. Yeah. I think I feel like he would have killed him. Okay. I agree. I, I also think he, he would have, um, you know, it's, it's also one of those things of like, well, he can't just like, uh, M'Baku would kill him. Would kill T'Challa if T'Challa also did not uh, tap out. Also, right in the same thing, uh, and that's mm-hmm. that's the ceremony, right? I, it, from what I can tell, it seems like T'Challa is um, more traditional than than non traditional. So he's like, well, this is this is how this works. You, it's a fight to the death, maybe, or it could be a fight to the death. So, yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I bet in modern day that the fight to the death aspect doesn't happen very often. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he he has a compassion telling Mbaku to yield, uh, which we'll see in next week. Uh, he does not get that offer in return. <laughs> right. I wonder if this is something that every time there's a coronation, does the Jabari tribe uh, challenge? That's a good question. Um, so I, I knew this at one point, but I forgot. Um, this... This challenge right here is for. Is it just for, to be the Black Panther, or is it to no, be? It's, it's to be king. king, the leader. Okay. Yeah. So this 
is the leader and then does the leader then determine who is black panther because oh, that's I, I mean previously right t'chaka was leader and black panther but you know he got old and t'challa took over as black panther so so did t'chaka then choose this so meaning is this t'challa's first fight in this ceremony first chance to fight in this ceremony i think so because i this is just for the crown i at least that's how i always presumed it okay um yeah that's why i was when we're talking about shuri in wakanda forever earlier that's why i assume that mbaku or someone else will be king or queen but shuri might still be black panther (laughs) i don't think they're intertwined but yeah, I mean, I would. It would make sense that the king or queen gets to choose who the Black Panther is, because you don't okay. want someone if they're not the same title. You don't want someone who is maybe politically opposed to the king to have that power. Okay, so it's kind of like president vice president concept, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which, if you know about U.S. history, originally it was the person who got second place who became vice president. Mm-hmm. and yeah that stopped at thomas jefferson if you know u.s history <laughs> or hamilton <laughs> that's right uh <laughs> yeah i mean it, it makes sense right like to your voting anyway but back to to this um yeah. i i assume this is one of those things if we had read more of these comics we would mm-hmm. probably get some more history about this a little more in depth with how this ceremony works um but yeah i, I think it makes sense what we what we said that the person who is king then chooses um i do know yeah. that there's a little bit more of a mystical element to uh the black panther but that's a whole separate thing and it's not really shown in the, the well, movies a little bit but not it's shown a little bit i mean the next part we're going to talk about is the ancestral plane so might as well talk mm-hmm. about it a little bit yeah. the point yeah um yeah he i've always had the theory that part of taking the heart-shaped herb might be like death for a minute for a moment mm-hmm. because every time we've seen someone this they go to the ancestral plane which we know is a real afterlife um uh, we were told by hippopotamus in the night mm-hmm. that, that the ancestral plane is real it's not a delusion or anything um so yeah so i assume that they all die for a while to visit the ancestral plane um there's a scene with T'Challa talking to his father, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something I've been coming back to since Wakanda forever. It's like, it's hard for a good man to be king. Which mm-hmm. means, like, T'Challa is a good man. And I don't know how good a person Shuri is, but I think she would have made a good ruler if she wanted to go that direction. Um, same with, like, Namor. It's hard for good people to be kings and namor is probably one of the best a good king for his people yeah mm-hmm. yeah um but also yeah we find out later or in your in in, in your summary that t'chaka killed his own brother so he was a complicated man as well i f- feel like i were t'challa and I went to the ancestral plane and saw my ancestors as panthers. And I saw my dad, which is great. He just died and I missed my father. <laughs> what about all those other past kings? Why don't they want to speak up? Why don't we get like a 
past King family reunion. Since aren't all those <laughs> other Panthers former kings or four of them are members of his family? Another thing I have absolutely no idea about. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, maybe maybe this is one of those things that they have more uh, background in in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We we see this, and then we see who shows up uh, in Wakanda Forever when Shuri takes the the herb and it seems to be someone they know like personally know mm-hmm. i guess um yeah well, and maybe they can longer mm-hmm. in part two of the or part two or part three i don't know where a breakdown happens but uh he sees his own father yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah so which i mean also I, I think a part of it is also them a little bit like if they really want that person, maybe that person chooses to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Like in this case, he wanted to see his dad. Uh, and then later in the movie, same thing happens to him, right? Like, you know, he T'Challa wanted to see his dad again. He wanted to ask him, hey, why'd you just uh, leave your nephew out there in Oakland? You know, that kind of stuff. And then, sorry, spoiler alert for this movie. Right. <laughs> uh, so i'm i'm sure that there's a little bit of influence you can kind of throw at it um you know as much as they know how to influence it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um so we get them like there's some other little things but the next big moment that i have notes for is finding out that like, claw is on the radar right yeah mm-hmm. um so this is my first uh, moment of realizing that, kind of going back to Civil War, T'Challa is not good at politicking yet. Because right. he has grown up with the people on the council. He's good friends with uh, Wakabi, uh, Okoye's husband and leader of the border tribe. Mm-hmm. And he makes a flat out promise that he will bring Claw back. Which... Making a promise to a friend and making a promise to a political ally are different things, and he should know that, but he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and it's not just the the politics side of it too. Like it, it's he's also just making a guarantee that he's going to do something. Like just in general, that's that's a level of hubris that is kind of worrisome with a king, right? Yeah. With a, a, a leader. Um, I mean, it it comes close to working out. It it doesn't, uh, you know, as we know from the movie. Spoiler. Assuming that everyone, yep. Spoiler alert for this movie. Yes, um, <laughs> but 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 yeah, you know, it's. It, it, I I feel like that kind of also shows that hey, you know, his he spent his entire life like being really good at you know everything essentially, right? Like he is the Black Panther. He's a really good fighter um potentially not the best fighter I, I i don't know i mean considering that he did win his fight against uh umbaku <laughs> sorry i was remembering the actor's name i couldn't remember the character yeah against umbaku but like i mean you even called it right like he he took that damage just so he can get closer to umbaku to to hit him um mm. and then again maybe that is a strategy uh no no one walks away from a fight unscathed uh eventually right (laughs) considering how much he fights um but yeah 
yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of him just kind of thinking, yeah, everything will work out okay, uh, mm-hmm. which is bad for a king or leader yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just talking about this and like him learning, it makes me sad all over again about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Just uh, like not even on a human level, but just like I wish we saw this story with T'Challa. Of him mm-hmm. becoming coming into his own as a king, but yeah, and that was going to be a big part of the story. Like uh, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's come out about what the storyline would have been, uh, you know, with the assumption that he would have been around, uh, and yes. then there was there was going to be a lot of that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, we go on a mission to uh, Busan, Korea, North uh, South Korea, not North Korea. Very different story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he goes with his crew of Nakia and Okoye, our other heroes. So we'll talk about that a little them a, a little bit more later. Um but we also he's we talked about him he's not used to domestic politics. He's not used to uh international politics either cuz I don't think he deals with Ross and the CIA the best way. Like I don't know, he's the king talking to a government official but he's also saying like we're going to take claw out of here and i think that doesn't help the situation with ross and the cia later on yeah i mean i i actually disagree i i think this is one of those times where as a leader you have to say outright no i'm the leader this is the thing that's going to happen um but it's also like a very important thing to like part of it is it's important to him. It's important to his friend and also kind of an, a big important thing to his, his people, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, there's uh, if you want to imagine something similar, like in the U S like this is similar to the U S finding Osama bin Laden, like yeah. a long time ago. Right. Like it's imagine another country, was there wanted to get him for information or whatever right like, like no it's it's important as a uh, part of part of it to a degree is, is a, a cultural thing mm-hmm. uh, and so i i actually kind of agree with how that leadership stuff went for t'challa in this case although it does fit his style of just saying nah i'm, I'm the leader it'll be all right we're we're taking him he's he's claws coming with us mm-hmm. yeah true I mean, but he doesn't get the CIA to back down. True. I don't think he could have said anything that would have gotten them to, to yeah. stand down. That's true. So, um, I'm not going to edit it out. So, SH hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing I'm sad about, uh, especially since we talked about last week, about how much a nice suit costs. I noticed for the first time watching this um, that his Black Panther suit destroys the suit he's wearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I do you think uh, you think that's another thing Shuri told him, or or did she just uh, <laughs> she's just laughing about it when to... he's <laughs> nude later? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, great. Now I have to walk home in this. <laughs> no, I think he knew well because uh, he has another suit. Uh, spoiler alert for part two, uh, we see him in not Black Panther clothes later in uh, in Korea. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure he packed a couple of days worth of clothes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm sure I'm sure at some point he tested it a couple of times to make sure it turns on when he really wants it to turn on, mm-hmm. uh, and that's when he found out. So he he was probably still at home when he learned it destroys all those clothes. Yeah. Uh, so after he destroys all those clothes, uh, we get a cool action scene. We're going to talk vaguely about. Wow, wasn't that cool, Al? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then, cool. yeah. yep. And then he captures Claw. And like, I feel like like he's about to kill him in front of the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. He was stopped by I forgot who who shouted either Okoye uh, Nakia. or Nakia. Nakia. Okay. Um, yeah. She yeah. actually says, uh, "The world is watching," right? Which, mm-hmm. um, there's a similar thing that happens in Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the episode called The Whole World is Watching. Oh. When uh when John Walker kills that uh the guy with the shield and is recorded and kind of ruins his Captain America career. Oh, yeah, the the end of that. Uh-huh. Yep. Or the yeah. end of that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good episode. I should rewatch that. that it's a good episode. This is a Falcon and the Winter Soldier some I've, I've mentioned it before. I'm doing that whole MCU rewatch and like watching them like little bits. Uh, I think on rewatch so far, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the best one. Um, I have I'm almost I have one episode left in Moon Knight, and uh, I've got Miss Marvel, uh, the of the shows to rewatch. But of all the shows I've rewatched on Disney Plus, Falcon and the Winter Soldier I think is the best one. Oh, okay. Which I would not have said is my favorite after the first watch of everything. Um, yeah, do you think uh, before he was king, did T'Challa just kill people as Black Panther all the time? <laughs> um, no, he no, wanted to I, kill. Bucky. I doubt it. He was going to murder oh, Bucky. <laughs> how? Okay, f- first of all, how old is he? How old is he supposed to be? Do, do we know? Ooh. Is he just a teenager? Is he just like some nineteen-year-old kid? I, I, I highly, <laughs> highly doubt that. Uh, same, yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, I kind of want to look up how old uh, Chadwick Boseman was when this movie came out or was filmed, or just in 2016, right? Because I, I guess we're supposed to assume maybe that's when this was. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm kind of hoping you're doing it right now, Tony. I'm, I'm I, well, I can't find the straight age, but I will look to see how old Chadwick Boseman was in 2016. Okay, yeah, because uh, I feel like that is something to go off of. I don't know. I I know that we can never assume how old someone is uh, based off based of the how old the actor is. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, he he probably was mid to late twenties of a character, is my assumption. Chadwick Boseman was mm-hmm. thirty nine years old in twenty sixteen. Oh, wow. oh yeah. okay. So. I don't. I mean, it would make sense, right? <laughs> Which one? That that T'Challa would be thirty nine. Yeah, I mean, he's been Black Panther for X amount of years, and um, and his uh, uh like, think about like royal families. If the king's father is older, then there's no reason why um the the prince wouldn't still be like in his 30s yeah that that's true yeah i mean 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, we don't know how old T'Chaka was when he died. 70s, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, even, even yeah. if he was... I, yeah, okay, we don't know. But I guess we can assume 30s, even early 30s of a character, like just, just to make him a little younger. He yeah. is very much like going back to what you were originally saying about did T'Challa just go around killing people? Like, it seems like he is just kind of, yeah, I'll do whatever. I'm king. Yeah. And that's a little worrisome. Never thought of him about him from, from that perspective. Cause a lot of this movie, he's very calculating. He's pretty smart about things. Um, according to the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline, which is on MarvelStudios.com, T'Challa was born in 1980. So he would be oh, 36 yeah. if this was 2016. Or 38 if it was 2018. So, we have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he just, uh, in, in his 20s and 30s, he was just killing non-discriminately. But now he's king, so he's got to think about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else for T'Challa? Uh, no, not not too much. You know, we we talked about his his important parts. He uh he went picked up his ex, uh then he fought a really big guy so that he can get his superpowers again and become king, mm-hmm. and now he fought another guy with a. A sonic blaster weapon thing or maybe not yep. sonic they never say what that is in the comics i sonic, but yeah yeah i presumed it was sonic based on the thing that com- the light that comes out of is blue and sonic the hedgehog is blue so i figured it's sonic yeah that's true yeah. all right um want to talk about nakia next yeah that sounds good i like how mission focused she is she is mad to Chala for ruining her spy mission. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on it for months. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's fair. That's good. That's rough. Um, being intentionally trafficked, and then mm-hmm. uh, presumably finding who the leaders were and killing them. I don't know, or just telling T'Challa to kill them because she assumed he was still killing non-discriminately. Uh, <laughs> uh, possibly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I assume that that's a thing she would have just taken care of herself. I know. I mean, she's a spy, not a warrior. They say that in the third part, of the, in the climax of the movie. But Yeah, but she's got that training. I mean, like, what would a spy do? Killed Watch stealthily. Yeah, yeah I mean, to be fair, uh, my vision of spies are from movies. And yeah, same. they kill non-discriminately. <laughs> I don't know if actual spies do that. Uh, well, I mean, thinking about spies in the Marvel Universe... You know, think about who yeah, you've got. Right. You've got, um, you know, Black Widow, of course, uh, the famous one. Um, I think, and the agents I, I of don't Shield. know. Yeah, yeah, all of the agents. Yeah, um, I don't know if Hawkeye counts. Or if he's he's not. He doesn't. Because yeah. okay. uh, in the Avengers, he when he's talking to um, to Natasha. He's talking about how he's the fighter and she's the spy, and like mm-hmm. before Captain America like tells him to suit up. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So there's there's that. Um, trying to think. So I just had someone else in mind, and I already and I completely forgot. Um, I don't know if we'd count Agent Thirteen. Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
We don't see her. Well, she is a spy. She's undercover mm-hmm. watching Cap in Winter Soldier. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, And then undercover again in Civil War. Not watching Captain America, but she's just doing some stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, she's working for the CIA. She's working with, yeah. presumably, with Ross. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, well then... Yeah, a lot of, lot mm. of spies going around doing cool combat stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel as if Nakia is more of a superhero than T'Challa. Like, she has a superhero mentality in, like, the classic sense, where she wants to go out in the world and help the people in need, and um, she's trying to convince T'Challa that Wakanda needs to help other people. Um, I feel like she would have been a good candidate for Black Panther. <laughs> oh, I wanted her to be the one. Um, yeah. Like I, I think if you remember when we were doing our predictions for Wakanda Forever, like mm-hmm. I said, it would be her. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. We we get the scene here where she's telling him like, "Hey, we should help the rest of the world. Other countries have outreach programs. We can do it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that kind of stuff." And I I would assume that from a story perspective, it's a different background that the two of them have, right? Like you have T'Challa who grew up being told, "Hey, you're going to be king. You have to care about your people. You mm-hmm. like no matter what you do, it has to be." for them versus Nakia who's gone out into the world even more right lived with people and and helped them in what are absolutely horrible situations right like we see her essentially being trafficked uh at the start of the movie and you know she sees like yeah we we need to help our our people in Wakanda too but also like we have the resources why not also expand and help other people too and so I feel like like because of that background, that's what led her to have that that better sense of uh, you know not just Wakanda but you know everyone too, mm-hmm. Be- being more heroic, like you said, help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like it's drilled into T'Challa's mind through his dad and grandfather, probably since the at least the eighteen hundreds, that we need to keep Wakanda a secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Which, to be fair, has worked out for them very well for a couple mm-hmm. hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have much more for Nakia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to Okoye. My pick for Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. Um, I, so mostly, I she seems like she, she's T'Challa's closest advisor. At least he's the one that he seems to listen to like he she can uh-huh. speak frankly to him um mm-hmm. but also i have notes like she is definitely not a spy <laughs> <laughs> yes mm-hmm. she she's the one wigs. yeah she hates wigs uh which every spy loves wigs i think it's like a requirement that you have a wig uh infatuation mm-hmm. also um she triggers a whole action scene because she can't be quiet on her earpiece <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was actually, I thought she was pretty quiet. Uh, that one seemed like that guy just got lucky. <laughs> she yelled, okay. like, essentially stand down. I think she was speaking Shosa. I, I hesitate to say that name because I don't know the name, I can't pronounce the name of the language. But okay. the Wakandan language. <laughs> okay, alright. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, that's what triggered it. 
Okay. I mean, come on. In real life, if you're at a place like that, you're not going to hear anyone three feet away from you. That makes no sense. Yeah. So much yelling that... and so many people talking in general. Ah. True. But they are looking for people and they have their guns out and stuff like that. All right. Those guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, I do want to call out that uh, I've never. I'm always in awe when the Dora Milaje use their spears. Because I've never seen any. Like, spear is not a weapon that we see very often in movies and TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, that is. I want to see more spear fighting from heroes. Other than this and people in 300. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. I mean, especially this spear that, like, retracts. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the technology enhanced spear only makes it better. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for any of our heroes? Uh, no. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. Hey, uh, Tony? <laughs> yes? What, what was that? <laughs> that was me looking at uh, my sister texting me, and the video just started playing. So, oh, okay. All right. So, Al, Al, maybe it's time for our ad break. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. When you said we were going to open Wakanda to the rest of the world, this is not what I imagined. And what did you imagine? The Olympics. Maybe even a Starbucks. Tony, I need to buy some weapons-grade vibranium. Where can I get it? Um, Ulysses Claw. <laughs> That's right. You can get it anywhere vibranium is sold because it comes weapons-grade by default. So don't fall for the false advertising so many companies try to sell you. You're an informed consumer, and you want to buy from Mr. Claw. Mr. Claw sells packages of vibranium in the standard metal ore purchase sizes, medium, large, and supersize, with fair prices to boot, not like that crazy adamantium market. Just remember to only use vibranium for legal purposes, like creating nanobot suits, holograms, and cute retractable gloves, or and cute gloves with retractable cat claws inside of them. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a 10% discount when you pay with diamonds instead of cash. Only 10%. I feel like yeah. it's not worth it. Well, I mean, it's still like... Like, it's still saving you a lot of money. A That's lot true. of money. <laughs> I mean, if you're buying something and the denomination is worth of diamonds, yeah, I guess that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. You ain't the son of a king, you are a son of a murderer. I'm exercising my blood right. The challenge for the mantles of king. And Black Panther. So, uh, I guess, do which villain do you want to start with? Okay. Uh, what villains do we have? Because I thought Claw was the only villain. Uh, are you also I put, including the I guy put Killmonger in there. Eric, Eric Stevens? Okay. Yeah. Killmonger. And I also put M'Baku, who in this moment is the an- an antagonist. Okay. Sure, that seems fair. Uh, let's, let's just start with Claw in general. Mm-hmm. 
right. Um, what? Maybe it's me not knowing how crime works. Why does he want us to split <laughs> up the crime scene? Why is it important that they look like amateurs? Um, my assumption is it makes it seem like it's not him. It's just, mm. it's just more mess with the people who have to figure out who did this. Okay. That's it. That's all That's... I can think. It, it, yeah. So it couldn't be Ulysses Claw because Ulysses Claw knows what he's doing. I guess, yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Uh, I mean, the other thing could be, um, the assumption is, or because they assume that they're amateurs, uh, they the in people investigating spend more time looking around at things amateurs would do right like mm -hmm. they would spend more time trying to find this stuff uh being sold locally right or things of that nature is my assumption and so that would give claw more time to get away easily that's fair yeah um i really enjoy and i want to hear your opinion on just claw's like demeanor his like Slightly unhingedness in this movie. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun character, I guess, for him to yeah. to be like. Uh, you know, at, at a minimum, we as the audience have to have a character that we very easily hate from start mm -hmm. to finish. And I feel like this version of Ulysses Claw is a good version of that. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, when we first see him, he's just killing people indiscriminately uh he lies to that guy and say yeah you you get to live oh never mind you don't you know stuff like mm -hmm. that um yeah that's I, I i think it's that really it's just it's it feels nice later when he gets his comeuppance uh if he gets his comeuppance i don't know i haven't watched the second part of this movie yet oh okay all right yep yeah i mean all we get from you from Claw is just his craziness. He's a little more unhinged after getting his arm cut off by a robot. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Which will do that to you. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess. I think losing a hand is like it's probably pretty traumatic. Losing a hand to a robot really like messes you up, but losing your hand to a robot who pretty much acts like Tony Stark will break your mind. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah obviously um yeah anything else for claw in this part uh in um, this part the the start of the his yeah. first appearance no no i don't have anything for that okay i'm just saying like before we move on to another villain oh sorry yo it's just him in general um uh you know not too much you know he has that sonic weapon which mm -hmm. um i think we never see in this movie again other than during that car chase scene um well, yeah, I mean, they take his hand away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's a point where, uh, actually, it's right before T'Challa is about to kill him, but stops. Um, he asks him, uh, or T'Challa asks Claw, where did you get that weapon? Or where did uh, where did it come from, right? The weapon, his hand. Uh, and then we never get an answer to that at all, ever. <laughs> That's it. That was the only other thing I noticed. But man, All that right. weapon is really powerful too. Where do you think you got the weapon? Oh no, I should not have brought this up. No, I you should think not. about that. Um, it, it's. I mean, 
okay, just just thinking about this, what we've seen in the MCU, you've got mm-hmm. you know as far as big powers with cool technology, you've got Stark tech, obviously, mm-hmm. you've got the Wakandans, right? They they have a lot of cool tech. Uh, Shield had a lot, uh, and subsequently because of that, Hydra ended up with a lot of it. And um, over time, we've just started to see others show up with stuff kind of because things start leaking, right? Like uh, yeah. Vulture got stuff because of the cool tech from the, I can't remember the alien, the name, the Chitauri, the Chitauri right, from yeah. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's it, just random person somewhere experimenting with things and made something really cool. And then Claw was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I I need an arm. Let's let's make that an arm weapon yeah. for me. And yeah. Yeah. My first thought was like the Tinkerer, but mm-hmm. this seems like too big because they wanted to keep under everyone's radar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna say Hydra, <laughs> just because. <laughs> and I'm I'm just gonna go with unnamed third party. Just someone else. I you know mean, we'll Claw find out who it is eventually. We'll find out who oh, it yeah. is eventually. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we, we, we've Darren got Cross. Things. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, so I don't have much for Killmonger, but I do have a little bit. Um. He's right about uh the British Museum taking artifacts and not returning them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And. All right, that's that's all we really get. That's a cool mask. That mask uh, is designed to look like his mask from the comics. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. That's why he's feeling it. <laughs> yeah, and and that's it. He he just had the one scene. Cool. Good for yeah, him. that was his one scene. All right. Um, and finally we got Mbaku of the Mountain Tribe, the Jabari Tribe. Um, I used to have a student named Jabari way before this movie came out. Um, yeah. Uh, so his tribe has, was the one tribe that doesn't follow the king slash Black Panther in, we saw in the prologue, but yeah. And he has a list of grievances, uh, mostly that Shuri is disrespectful in charge of their technology and, uh, T'Challa couldn't protect his father. Um, my question to M'Baku is. Where's M'Baku's father? <laughs> oh. Mountain yeah. lion's got him. Oh. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. They're in the mountains. Yeah. M'Baku couldn't protect his father. <laughs> no. Or he yeah. could have. It chose not to. I don't I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. We don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing else. M'Baku's my favorite character in the Black Panther movies, so just wanted to talk about him. He's oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I like him. He he is really cool. Um, he shines a lot more in Wakanda Forever. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I was gonna bring in the twelve percent, but I'll bring it up now. Um, just seeing like okay, the the actor Woodson Duke, he's a big guy, right? You know, we uh-huh. see him here with you know wearing very little clothing, so you see how tall he is, how muscly he is, all that stuff, and he's even bigger in Wakanda Forever, and it's. It's one of those like I I get it right. You're you get a big part in a movie. You're essentially told, hey, we need you to to look good, or you just you want to look good for that part, right? So you mm-hmm. you get a trainer and you eat right and do all this stuff, and you so you get bigger. But it when you do when you watch the older movies, it feels so weird. Like oh my god, you look 
so small. So um, <laughs> I watched Wakanda Forever like two weeks ago, and so and then a couple days ago I watched uh, this first third of the uh, Black Panther, and it just it, he seemed so tiny to me. Like no, like yes, obviously you're big, but something's wrong. Like is it? <laughs> am, am I just watching on? Is it because I'm watching on a different TV? Inside, like maybe, maybe if I go to the living room, will it? I don't. I don't know. All right. <laughs> it's just like so. Good job, Winston Duke's personal trainer and Winston Duke's workout routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because this happens with other things. Um, when I see the last time I watched the Avengers movie, uh, I had the same thought with Chris Hemsworth. Like he, yes. again, big dude, oh. but he put on so much more muscle for each subsequent Thor film. Mm-hmm. I said yes to the wrong Chris because I thought you were going to say the same thing with uh, Chris Evans because I think oh. about him in the first Avengers versus Civil War where he's pulling down a helicopter and I believe it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, and I'm sure him too. It's uh, his costume is less show off the muscles stuff. Yeah. So as a result, I don't notice it as often. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, but he does also put on a, a lot. So it's just again, it's just weird going back. To see the older ones, where like they're they're so tiny, they're so young. I guess fresh faced is kind of what it feels like. Um, I mean, that just made me think: to how how much did um, Robert Downey Jr. just have to laugh at them in like the Avengers movies? Because he like he's in shape, but he didn't have to get ripped like Evans and Hemsworth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or um, Mark Ruffalo even more than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, there was this, um, so the, the, I heard this joke once that, uh, what was it, Seth Rogen uh, mm-hmm. told, because he he did these movies, um, I can't remember what they were called, with, uh, oh, great, I can't remember the other actor's name, uh, the singing kid from High School Musicals. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, Zac Efron. Zach yeah, Zac Efron? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Zac Efron. Yeah. So, so oh Zac Efron and... and, and that is not my wheelhouse. <laughs> Same. But Zac Efron's, like, gone on to do, like, some actually really yes. good stuff. Yes, um, yes. And so... So they, they were on set together uh, for... I forget what movie it was, but the frat party house movie. Anyway, um... So, you know, when you're when you're on set at, at a movie or, or whatever, like they, they just have like food out on the table, like, okay, you're you're hungry, just go grab something, that kind of stuff. And Zach Efron would look and see, like, you know, oh man, all of this stuff looks so good, but I can't have any of it because I'm, you know, working out, I have this body to maintain all this stuff. And then Seth Rogan just walks over, grabs a slice of pizza, like, ha, I win this round. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. movie was Neighbors. I looked up <laughs> Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Ah, okay, yeah. I saw yeah. that one in the sequel. They were all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear good things. All right. Uh, you ready to move on to Guy in the Chair? Yes, I am. Guy in the Chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. Great, another broken white boy for us to fix. This is going to be fun. I guess we should start chronologically because I have this part about Njobu, who's uh, Killmonger's dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds yeah. good to start with him then. 
Yeah. So, uh, this 1992, uh, in the midst of the Rodney King riots and stuff happening all over, probably all over America, we hear most of it about Southern California, LA area, but also Oakland. Um, yeah, we get the motivation for Killmonger in these scenes that, uh, Njobu probably grew up, uh, was raising Killmonger to like, feel for black culture in America. He is African-American, even though Njobu came from Wakanda, he really identifies with the plight of the people in America at this time and still now, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get, uh, we find out that he helped claw steal vibranium. He's actually partially responsible for the, uh, deaths of Wakabi's uh, parents. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we get a shock <laughs> of, uh, uh, finding out Zuri or James is actually Zuri. Another was Wakanda spy, uh, makes me wondering, does every Wakandan spy have other Wakandan spies watching them and how do they get anything done? Oh boy. Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would I don't think so. I think it only happened in this case because uh, that's the king's brother and he needed, like, the king wanted his brother to have a little bit more protection, just in case. Yeah. I wonder if, like, in the aftermath of Claw's attack, was he, like, wondering how he got so close, how he got into Wakanda? Did he have inside information? So he probably maybe sent a few feelers out. Yeah, oh, it did did that happen after the event? Uh that's a good question. Um yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, it could be that could very well be it. I mean, we'll we'll never know. We'll never get an answer. Yeah. Um but or will we? Yeah. Uh no, I really doubt it. I I think that we will never get an answer to that. So I look forward to seeing an answer in Black Panther 3. Oh yeah. In Black Panther 3 <laughs> in Killmonger solo movie just about him growing up. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's popular enough. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. So the king finds out about his treachery, and we don't know what happens in this part. I think he'll go home and be fine. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, who else do you want to talk about next? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Shuri next. Cool, because that's who I have next. Awesome. Yeah, so she's the super genius teenager who effectively, mm-hmm. I guess, leads the the technology de- uh, department. Uh, sure. Of, of Wakanda. I don't, yeah. Okay. Ministry. Right. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever word they want to use. Um, another character. I have no idea how old she's supposed to be. Is she like a? She's a, supposed to be sixteen. Oh, okay. I Got saw it. that. So, yeah. Okay, so that's smart. So smart enough that she's even, you know, with that, she's leading that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, cool. Good for her. Um, yeah. I mean, she's the anti-traditionalist. She doesn't care for the courses. She doesn't care for even technology staying the same way. She's always about pushing it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we see that too, uh, like in the first scene between her and uh, T'Challa, where 
he's like, yeah, no, this this stuff worked, but she wants to upgrade it anyway because it, mm-hmm. it can be better. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's, you know, something that I agree with. I think if you can upgrade something, you might as well do it. Like Tony and I will sit down to record every so often and he'll say, all right, let's uh, start recording on Audacity. And I'll tell him to hold on a second because I have to install those updates. Sometimes I don't tell but and he knows. Yeah, when it takes more than 30 seconds, I know you're updating it. Um, <laughs> I like things the way they are, and the fewer changes as possible is best. <laughs> I know fine. where the buttons are. <laughs> well, if you I want something still... to break eventually, okay. Well, everything breaks eventually. Yeah. <laughs> when my computer breaks eventually, then I'll have to install audacity a new computer and be mad about all the stuff that changed <laughs> yeah that's true all right <laughs> like right now i still have yet to update my computer to windows 11 <laughs> just because i don't want things to change <laughs> al silently judging me all right yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I decided to hold my thumb <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um so when she's showing him the new suit in the lab, uh, he show she shows him his her new sneakers, her silent shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sneaking. She says that it's based on uh, that old American movie that her father watches. Al, do you know what movie that is? No, I have absolutely no idea. Yep, it's Back to the Future Two. He has <laughs> self tying shoes in Back to the Future Two. <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought that they were saying that these shoes were silent from the movie. Okay. No, they 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 come on him and they put themselves on like from Back to the Future too. Okay, I did know that there that in one of those Back to the Future movies, someone had shoes that they just uh, you know yeah. went on automatically. Uh, but I would not have guessed that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like. What's her? Is her plan? Because she records T'Challa um, hitting the dummy with the suit and then boom back, right? Uh-huh. What's her plan with this? Is she going to post it on Wakanda on YouTube? That the king of Wakanda being embarrassed? Or is she just going to show her friends and laugh at it privately? <laughs> uh, I'm going with the private one. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mostly, yeah, like, you don't need even she's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, even she's not going to do that one. Um God, maybe I could still see her doing that. But no, I, I think it's more of a private thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that. Showing mom, uh, showing Okoye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nakia. Definitely showing Nakia. Oh, yeah. Definitely Nakia. Uh, <laughs> um, or is it Nakia? I, I, it's it's, it's Nakia. He pronounced. It is Nakia. Okay, cool. Great. Glad yeah. I'm pronouncing that one right. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, definitely going to show T'Challa every so often. Going to gonna rickroll every so often. Like, oh, hey, look at this, this video I found. Well, you know, it starts out some little instructional thing. And then it just, then it just switches directly to him like, uh, being blasted across the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you bring that up, and it has nothing to do with Black Panther, I rickrolled my class of fifth graders uh, last Friday. They oh. were so mad at me. I was so impressed that most of them knew what rickrolling was still, and they were so mad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, and then Cherie is back up, uh, being able to use her remote, remote to make a car <laughs> and drive around in it, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else for Cherie? 
Uh, no, that's it. Yeah. Alright, um, yeah, I do have stuff for Wakabi, which is Okoye's husband, the Border Tribe guy, but we kind of mm -hmm. talked about all that stuff already. The only other note that I didn't say, he's Okoye's husband. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Any other, there are a lot of uh, minor characters in this. Is there anyone else you want to bring up? Uh, no, 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 no one else that I had anything really to write down, so. Yeah, whatever you want to bring up, if you have any. No, no, that that's it. Uh, okay. So, uh, moving on to twelve percent of the plan. Uh, what do you have, Al? Anything? Uh, no, no. The only thing I had written down we talked about already. So I've got nothing. How about you? Yeah, about the same. I had stuff about the prologue, but we kind of <laughs> talked about that already. All right. So, um, we don't read this episode. I have that written down. We do not read anything because we haven't finished the episode. So that's that's what happens when we copy paste our notes from previous yes, things. So yep. that's that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, join us next time when we cover the second part of Black Panther, which goes up to uh, one hour and twenty two minutes in the um, movie. That covers from Claw's interrogation all the way to Killmonger winning the fight and being saluted as the new king of Wakanda. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Twitter. Give us that five-star rating. Uh, give us your grab bag ideas uh, on Twitter or at mcurewind at gmail.com. And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. fight the world i fight you i fight myself i fight god just tell me how many burdens left i fight pain